Hope I've done this right. Good morning. 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 Am I on? It's all right. Awesome. Well, good morning to you all. And uh, it's lovely to be here. Um, It's a significant, significant time that we all live in. These days are significant in many different ways. And um, and I was going to say, it is great to see Jamie back this morning. And I'll be sharing, Josh, if you want to bring the slide up. Um, today I'm just sharing on the power of sacrifice. Power of sacrifice. And, and Gary just shared a minute ago about the Anzac. It's our Anzac weekend. I remember last year we actually had Anzac Day service here, uh, which was a massive blessing uh, to actually have the, so I guess, the Mount Bar because it was during COVID things and all that. So, uh, But it, it's, it's interesting um, how sacrifice impacts upon our lives and obviously last week we just had Easter and the significance of Easter with Christ's sacrifice, with God's sacrifice uh, and I'll be sharing a little bit more about that in communion but uh, to, for, for someone like Jamie who's just come back and all that he's been through, still going through and for the family, they sacrificed something for him to go and work yeah. interstate, uh, to go where God had called him and I'm sure God's still working deeply in their, in their family's life but that was a sacrifice to leave family, to leave home to go and pursue where God's calling you, that's, that's huge. That's a massive sacrifice. Um, we are, uh, and, and Gary shared about family members who are serving. Well, if most of you would know our young Ben is currently up at Wagga at Kapuka uh, in, his, in his early stages of training. Bonnie had the blessing of a phone call this morning just before she walked out the door and, uh, and he's doing well, although he's had to sacrifice a huge amount of stuff, but he's actually had to sacrifice his timing on everything. He hasn't been well. He had COVID a couple of weeks ago and, uh, and a few different things. He's actually just been uh, slotted back into a new platoon. So he's three weeks sort of back slotted. Um, but from a, a quick conversation with Bonnie, he's, he's in a better group, um, a lot more guys going on to infantry, which is where he's headed. Um, the, the lieutenants and the platoon commanders are just a bit nicer by the sounds of it. So... <laughs> So he had to really trust, he had to trust God in the sacrifice. The sacrifice of being in isolation for a week when he had COVID, that was, it was almost like um, solitude uh, for, for that week, apart from the nurses and the doctors. Um, he was in a room by himself. Uh, he's had to sacrifice a lot of different things, but now he can see God's hand working. He can see God's timing in the sacrifice. And, and, it, and it's great for us to be able to see that, that peace as well uh, in his life and in, in our life. Um, and the, other, uh, the, the thing with sacrifice is when we, when we are willing to give up something, there is always the blessing. It's, it's, it's the principle of the kingdom. When, we, when, there is, when there's one side, there's always another side. It swings and it's, it's always in balance. And so we, we sacrifice things, but God acknowledges that and then he pours out his blessing. We, are, we, we allow our children to pursue what God's calling them to and he blesses them and he blesses us. And our blessing today is that Charlotte's here with us along with the other YWAM students and, and, and staff in Hannah. And, and that's a great blessing, but we had to sacrifice and let her go. Uh, in the first place or else um, she wouldn't be able to grow into what God's called her to be. So as we work through this today, there is power in the sacrifice. And when I say the word sacrifice, what comes to mind, and I ask you to, you can call things out, what what things come to mind when I say sacrifice? Time? What was that? Giving up. 
Come on. Wake up. We're in class. Class is in session. Letting go. Cost. Money. Obedience. Putting others first. Dying. Jeez. Dave's just digging that hole. That's uh, awesome. It's, uh, it generates a whole heap of different meaning for us. Uh, positive, negative. Let's start at the bottom, dying. Um, but is dying the bottom or is it the top when we're resurrected in new life? But obviously there's sadness in that as well. Um, but sacrifice is often, and I say often because it's not always, it's a choice. Uh, our time when we come to die, that's not our choice often. Unfortunately, sometimes it is. Uh, but most of the time it's not. But sacrifice always uh, it, it is calling us to offer something, to do something. It's a doing word. Um, those that are better in English would know what a doing word is actually called. I don't. Um, scrape through English. But, um, but there you go. So, um, but it's a, it's a doing word. It's, it's not a, something that's static. It's always changing. And we are always changing because of sacrifice. Um, a scripture that I want to, to share today is, is a couple of scriptures. First one's John 15, 12 to 13. John 15, 12 to 13. This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that a person will lay down their life for their friends. There is power in that statement. When you are willing to lay down your life for the benefit of somebody else, that's huge. And I'll go through some, some examples that, are, that you may not consider as, as laying your life down for someone, but they're always, it's always calling something out of us. We as Christians, those who follow Christ, we're, we're not, when we don't want to stay where we're at. And so to move forward, that requires sacrifice. It means changing something. It means maybe letting something go. It means doing life differently, different perspective, different understanding, being open to what's going on around us, in us, what God wants to do through us. To, to have a friendship, to join together in fellowship like we are here today, requires sacrifice. Some of you would have maybe liked to have stayed in bed an extra hour or two this morning. You sacrificed that Sunday morning lying to come to church, which we all greatly appreciate because it's been here together that makes this place, is, it makes this body what it is. But that's a sacrifice. To, to have a friendship with someone who's actually who a really good friend that can actually uh, speak the truth to you in love, that takes sacrifice because you, you're often... Uh, iron sharpens iron, as they say, and, and so that friendship takes sacrifice of time, takes sacrifice of finances sometimes, takes sacrifices of energy and effort, but there's a benefit to it because you're going to grow in relationship with someone. Those that are married or have been married, you know that to sacrifice your singlehood to become united with somebody else takes massive sacrifice. 
but the blessings outweigh the sacrifice. <laughs> well, that was a, I got one yet. Well done, <laughs> well done Luke. <laughs> Brownie points for Luke. <laughs> That's right, he said the right answer, so. That's it. But there's been times when it, 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 the, the sacrifice of fellowship, like I, I know we run, there's, there's small groups in the church, there's, uh, there's youth group on a Friday night, there's uh, nature play group, there's, there's other things that go on in this place that require sacrifice of people's time, energy, effort, finances, whatever it might be, to then to be a blessing to others, yeah. to be a blessing to what God wants to do in this place. Yeah. That takes sacrifice. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I was thinking about it, I thought, you know what, some of the times when God has really blessed me is uh, the times when I really felt like not wanting to go. Say a, a small group or a um, prayer night or something like that or even church on a Sunday, um, I, I really either wasn't feeling well or just didn't feel like going or whatever, busy week, whatever. But when you actually go, no, I'm going to sacrifice my comfort, my rest, whatever it is, and I'm going to go and I'm going to give, that's when God pours out his blessing in a significant way because you realise what you've actually sacrificed, what you've left behind to step into something where God can bless you. Uh, This may be a little bit close to home for some. A mother sacrifices comfort to bring a child into this world. She sacrifices nine months of comfort and then everything else and, and years to come. And, but there's a, and I'm so thankful I haven't had to go through that experience. But I was blessed, I've been blessed to the, be there beside my wife during that time. And, and, but out of that sacrifice of comfort, out of that sacrifice of her own body and mind and, and energy and all that comes new life comes the blessing of children and legacy and, and, and whatever God wants to do through that time, through that energy. We're watching, uh, just watching TV last night and one of the shows came on and obviously the Queen's got her uh, 70 years on the throne and I think a 96th birthday coming up and um, I thought it was funny, they actually said they moved because her birthday's in April or May or something like March, but they moved it to June because then it's in the summer over in England, so people can get out and they can have festivities and fe- like birthday parties, celebrations, all that sort of stuff. But for us, that doesn't work for us because they moved it right to the middle of winter almost. So, so it's uh, it's interesting that. But there was two two words that they said sums up her life, and I thought about it and I thought, you know what, she's. We look at the Queen and we think, yeah, she's had it easy. She's lived in the palace and everything done for her, but she's had to sacrifice. Huge amounts. She may not have necessarily wanted to be queen when she was brought into the role because her father passed away. But she's probably had to let a lot of things go over time and sacrificed a lot to pursue what God called her to do. And, uh, and she's remained steadfast and faithful and solid in many different ways. But they said two words summed up her life. And she said it back in her, uh, right back when she was, I think, 21st or inauguration or something around then. She said, I serve. I serve. And I thought, wow, that's such a, it's such a, uh, sums up sacrifice in so many different ways. And through her sacrifice, there's been a lot of different things. She's, uh, She's generated the power to persevere in the nation and in the nations. 
She's brought unity in their nations to defeat opposition during wartime. Even though she wasn't queen at the time, at I think the age of 14, she was over the radio, she was putting out words of declaration and, and, and confidence and peace to the children, to the generation as their nation was being torn apart by war. She was, a, she was sacrificing herself even in those early stages for the benefit of her nation. And I just, I, I come to the point and go, well, how much am I willing to sacrifice for the benefit of my nation, for the benefit of my church, for the benefit of my family, for what God wants to do. We sacrifice a lot of things to serve. Some of us, pride needs to be sacrificed. We need to let go of our pride, our look good. I can't go to that level. I can't do that because I'm too busy, I'm too good. But God calls us through the life of Jesus to humble ourselves to come to a point of service. Christ came, said, I came to serve and seek the lost, to wash the feet of those who he taught. That was sacrifice. To serve, at a, to serve here at church, I look around and I know many of you serve week in, week out, faithfully, over many, many years. And that's a big part of being in church or being in a community organisation. Many of you are also in other community organisations, SES, football club, Lions club, Rotary, whatever it might be, takes sacrifice to serve the community. These things do not go unnoticed. God sees these things and he wants to bless each of you in the way that you sacrifice because there is power in the sacrifice because the power is that you become more like Christ. As you serve, as you sacrifice, you become more like Christ and there is power in that. To serve here at church, you've got to give up time. You've got to come earlier. You've got to stay later. You've got to come on the, during the week to do different things. You give your energy, Dean and, and Lisa and, and others, to, to help out with the kids' ministry takes a lot of energy, a lot of patience, a lot of time. But the benefits are so worth it. To see the generations coming through, those that are here today and those that have already moved on from what people have sowed into them. That sacrifice brings power to the next generation. You might be down the street and you, you're doing, going about your business and this is something that I really wrestle with is when I'm busy, I've got errands to run, shopping to do, whatever, and I see a need to stop and fulfil that need, to sacrifice my own agenda, my time, to stop and help someone, to pray for someone, to do something in that way, when I say it, it might only take five minutes. To me, that in my thinking now, that doesn't sound like much. But in the moment, I'm too busy. I've got to keep going. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And, and, and so that sacrifice doesn't happen. And so the power can't move. But if I take the five minutes and sacrifice my agenda for the sake of somebody else's, that's where Christ then moves. 
Just to, just to say something, you know what? Jesus loves you. God loves you. Can I pray for you? Can I help you with that bag? I know Josh was out with his friends the other day and they helped an older lady with some stuff. Awesome. There was, there was sacrificing them time with their friends to help somebody. Those of you that love gardening, sacrifice to prune a bush. You have to cut off, sometimes you have to cut off good branches, perfectly healthy branches, to enable the power of the, the, the soil, the power of the organisms, everything in that plant to come through to help produce more fruit. So you sacrifice new growth sometimes to help the fruitfulness of that bush. And, and that's a, an example of our own life sometimes, that God needs to prune things off. He, needs, he calls us to sacrifice certain things so that he can then produce more fruit. And, and, and I encourage you that just with what we moved through in worship and, in, and in, in Gary sharing earlier, and that what Christ has maybe been speaking to you this morning, if he's putting his hand on something this morning, if he's just touching something in your life this morning, just acknowledge that. And as I talk about things that we, we, we call to sacrifice and the power through that, maybe just ask Christ, Jesus, just show me, are there areas in my life that I need to sacrifice for you, that I need to cut off for you? And then it's giving permission. And we'll, we'll come more around that in communion. But just if God's talking to you this morning, if Holy Spirit's just whispering in your ears this morning, just listen, take note, take, write it down, jot it in your phone, whatever. It, it's interesting when we talk about somebody else's sacrifices and we think about Anzac Day. The soldiers, the, the support people, their families that have gone before us, that still go before us, to give us the freedom that we have today. And we see how fragile that is when we look at what's going on in Ukraine at the moment. See how fragile that freedom is. And we know that as a nation, we are blessed. But we need to be careful not to take that for granted. But we are so thankful for those who have gone before us and, and fought for us, fought for our freedom, fought for life, fought for truth. Take sacrifice to stand up and speak the truth. And in a, in a world where the truth is often questioned or doubted, it takes even more sacrifice to stand up and speak that, knowing that not everyone's going to agree. But the ultimate sacrifice and we've talked about it, it's the sacrifice of Jesus. And you can go to the next slide, Josh. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait for us to turn to him. He didn't wait for us to get everything right, to get everything nicely lined up. Christ died for us 
in our sin, in our limitation, in our failings, our weaknesses, Christ died for us. And we are so thankful. That sacrifice is eternal. That sacrifice that we worked through last weekend with Easter. It's so easy to just go through the seasons without really acknowledging what Christ has done. Christ died for us. God sent his son. God sent his one and only son to earth to live a life just like you and me, fully human but fully God, with the purpose and the plan to redeem humanity, to redeem you and me, to take away all that sin, all the rubbish, all the whatever's going on in our life, to take that all away through the blood of his son, through the blood of Jesus. But then Jesus had to then sacrifice himself. He knew the will of the father, his father, so then he had to sacrifice himself. He had to sacrifice his own life for you and me. For those that punched him and spat upon him and kicked him and whatever they did, he died for them, just the same as he died for you and me. And, I, and often I think the things in my life that I, that I do that come between me and him, I need to seriously look at the sacrifice of those. Because if it comes between me and God, it's often an idol, it's a distraction, it's something that needs to be cut off. And these are hard questions to ask ourselves. But they're questions that we need to ask ourselves. And those that know us well can help journey through these things. Jesus gave up his life so that we could have life, we could have freedom, we could have an abundance. He laid it down so that he could take it up again. It wasn't taken from him. He sacrificed it. He gave it freely. I wonder how much more sacrifice would mean to us if we had to go through certain processes. You think, well, everything that Jesus did, he did it freely for us. That's awesome. It's a free gift. We don't have to do anything. We just say, yes, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. We don't have to be nailed to a cross. We don't have to sell everything and give it to the poor. We don't have to move countries or whatever. We, yes, we are led to do these things sometimes, but we don't have to. He gives us a free gift of life, free gift of love, free gift of freedom through his sacrifice because his hands were opened. His hands were open. I just encourage you, just as you're sitting there, just sit there with your hands in front of you. Open them up. Because when they're closed, it means we're holding on to something. But when we open up our hands, we allow two things to happen. We let go. We let go of things that we were holding on to. But then we allow Jesus to fill our hands with his presence with his blessing, with life, 
with love, with destiny, with legacy, with his presence. And it's something we've been working through lately is we've had to let go to trust him. Big steps of faith with our children, we've let go. God bless them. And we know the blessing of, of generations will come as we've let go and God will fill our hands with, with generational blessing. I'm in a season of transition at the moment and a couple of weeks ago I let go of my job. Good secure income. People would say I'm crazy, but I felt it was the right time to let go, to trust God in the timing and he's already opening doors for me into what's next because I had to step out and trust him. I sought wisdom from those around us. We prayed about it. It's been a long time coming, but I had to take a step of faith and I had to let go because then God can then give the blessing. But as I think about Christ and I think about Christ on the cross, his hands were open. His arms were open. The, the, him having his hands open allowed him to be crucified, allowed him to be the sacrifice. If I can just ask the, the musos to come back up and if you, we're just going to take part in communion and if you haven't got the, the cup and the wafer, just pop your hand up. Someone will uh, bring it to you. But I just, you know, I just encourage you to hold it um, in your hands as a, as a symbol of a symbolic um, reference to what Christ has done. In Christ's sacrifice through his body, through Christ's sacrifice and the shed blood, my question to you as I asked before is, what do you need to sacrifice? As you take hold of the, the wafer and the cup this morning, his blood, his body, what do you need to sacrifice this morning to fully take hold of what Christ has done? Are there things in your life that are stopping you? Maybe you don't know Christ as your Lord and Saviour. I definitely don't know everybody here. And if you don't know Jesus as your Saviour, then I encourage you to, to seek that relationship. If you don't know Christ, and would like to, would like to offer your life over to him, I encourage you, just come forward. Come forward and take a seat out the front here and we can pray with you and share with you. Because life is too hard to hold on to things and to not let go. There are too many burdens to hold on to. There are too many hardships that try to knock us down. But through Christ, we have life, we have an abundance, we have love, we have peace, we have truth, we have freedom. And we take our hands and we open them up to you, Lord Jesus. Let us just bow our heads for a moment. Lord Jesus, we open our hands to you. We open our hearts to you. We let go of the things that stop us. 
coming into your presence, coming to know you more, coming to hear your voice, coming to see your face, coming to, to glean from your Word. So we let go this morning, Lord Jesus, that as we let go, You would fill our hands with all Your goodness, with all Your presence, with all Your power, because there is power in the letting go. There is power in the sacrifice and the power is more of You, Lord Jesus. More of You, Lord Jesus. More of You, Lord Jesus. More of You, Lord Jesus, we ask. Just encourage You to stand this morning. If, you, if you're able to, just to stand with me. Keep your hands open. Keep your heart open. Listen to Holy Spirit this morning. Stay in this place. The intimacy of Christ has been here and we are so blessed by it this morning. It's always here, but we've got to come. We've got to sacrifice to come. But then we've also got to sacrifice to go. So Lord God, as we, as we come and we remember all that You did in sending Your Son, You opened up Your hands and You let Him go. Lord Jesus, You opened up Your hands to be sacrificed on that cross. You opened up Your hands to touch the leper, to touch the woman in adultery, to touch the blind man, the deaf person, the lame, the heartbroken, the hurting. You opened up Your hand to touch them. And there was power flowed through those open hands. Power, power flowed through those open hearts. Lives are changed and transformed because of your open hands. Allow our hands and our hearts to be open, Lord Jesus, because we trust you. We trust you that when we touch, the power flows. When we give a hug, the power flows. When we reach down and we pick someone up, the power flows. We cannot do things with closed hands and closed hearts, so open us up, Lord Jesus. I encourage you, just take the body, take the wafer in your hand. Lord Jesus, we thank You. Your body given for us. Your body given for us. He says, do this in remembrance of me. He gave everything so that we can have everything. Take, eat in remembrance of me. In the same way, He took the cup, blessed it, passed it around to His disciples. This is the blood of the new covenant shed for each one. His blood shed for you, for me, for those of us that know Him and for those of us that don't. He still shed His blood. We don't have to wait until, he's, until we see someone who's saved. Are you saved? Okay, I can pray for you. No, He, he, he came to seek the say, save the lost. We need to seek and save the lost. Just take his.
you haven't drunk already, just drink right now and just be thankful for all that He has done for you. Cups will be collected after the service, but just stay in the place and keep asking, Lord Jesus, my hands are open, my heart is open. We're just going to sing, I speak Jesus. And as we sing, just see Him move in your life. See His, the openness of Christ before you this morning. Lord Jesus, just speak to us. Speak to us. Show us the things in our life that we could sacrifice so that we can then take hold of more of you and see more of your power flow in our life. If you need prayer for anything this morning, if you need prayer to help you work through something this morning, to, to, to maybe cut off those things, to, to help you to bring the sacrifice into full, full existence, then I encourage you to come forward this morning. There's people here that would love to put our open hands upon you and pray with you to see your heart opened up, to see God deal with the things in your life that are holding you back. As I said before, if you don't know Christ as your Lord and Saviour, or maybe you need to recommit, maybe you've you've let too many things come into your life and you need to, to sacrifice a whole heap of stuff, whatever's going on, come forward this morning. Don't leave today still holding on to those things, still with closed hands because where there's closed hands there's a closed heart open the hands and open the heart and let Christ do what He wants to do this morning so if you need if you need prayer for anything I encourage you to come forward as we sing this morning and then I'll come back up and close